0: Hello everyone. This is Tractor, and welcome to the Gel Ball, Gel Sim, SuperSoft, Soft, Super Soft, Hard, Mill, Everything podcast. We've got a guest with us today. Hello, guest. Hello,
1: Tractor. It's Gooch. How are you doing?
0: I'm very goochy. I hear you like coffee.
1: I love coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very big fan of coffee. I, I, I pretty much run on the um, on the jungle juice.
0: Welcome back to the podcast, John.
1: Yeah, well, thanks for having me, mate. Um, I'm keen. Um, am, am I the second or third on, on the new gear? Uh, you are the different?
0: second on the new gear. And, awesome. um Obviously, awesome. I've got a bit of a backlog, so I'm going to drop a couple in pretty short order. The the audience is going to hate me, but they're going to love me too, I hope.
1: Oh, that's. I, I think everybody's been very keen to have, um, have you coming in their ears again.
0: Oh, there we go. <laughs> I was going to make a quip about coming in people's ears, but <laughs> I'm not a rugby podcast. <clears throat> There we go, there we go. Um, So those of you that aren't familiar with Gooch may have been served a coffee by him at Operation Parabellum or you might have seen him wandering around in the tock or doing other shenanigans for us, mainly laying down and doing bugger all.
1: (laughs) That would be because I am rather injured and recovering after my second ankle reconstruction in about two years, three years.
0: But you've only just had that next lot of surgery so
1: yeah yeah that was March so um yeah it's one of those things you kind of got to get off it and elevate it um what I found was especially with boots on was the first time I've worn boots since the operation and I kind of needed to basically loosen the boots up loosen the ankle brace up and just kind of give it a bit of um time of space to swell so a lot of time I was kind of not a lot of time there was a few times I'm in the back of me with my foot up in the air but yeah I had, I had a ball what about yourself you I imagine you Pretty satisfied with the whole weekend? Look,
0: 99.9% of the event went to plan um, and 1% didn't. At the end of the day, I cannot make everyone happy. No matter what I do, I'll never be perfect. I'm highly aware that I am not perfect and I get stuff wrong all the time. Oh my! Um, I reckon we'll if we get a podcast, s- s- I, I can't even clear my schedule for people to be not walking around in the office while I'm doing this. So, apologies to my listeners. You're going to hear Damo and Roxy and Ben and all that kicking around because we're trying to get work done.
1: There you go. That's it.
0: Unfortunately, like, I, I, the I, reckon we were, was, I reckon
1: we. I reckon it was a massive success, and the amount of positive feedback we received and just the smiles was probably the key performance indicator for me, like there was just a lot of very happy people.
0: Oh, look, there were some unhappy people but um, experiences may vary, like yeah. some people loved certain aspects of the game and other people hated that same aspect, so yeah, um, yeah. that is what it is, there, there are some things that we didn't make clear enough to people, there are lots of communication things that we've learnt even more from, but I think from PB1 till now, we've We've travelled a long I agree. Path.
1: And we've, I think we've massively lucked out with that piece of dirt. It was an amazing AO. Yeah, it was well, incredible.
0: We might have to go back there in later in the year. What do you reckon? There we go. I, I reckon the
1: time frame I like, and I think I've seen a lot of people on the same page, was kind of October-ish. Gives us a good few months for you guys to do a few other things you want to do. Gives, It's a good time of year as well. It's not too hot, not too cold. Um, and in the school holidays around that period as well, which might fit in with a lot of people's schedules. So, yeah, yeah that's kind of that's my opinion on that one. But yeah, I reckon you, you, we've got got to find that fine balance of, like, if we did it in December, that I think would almost have like a fifty percent dropout at some point in time.
0: Yeah, I I don't imagine that that would be any good. Like even no. October. We're getting over twenty-five as a max temperature, and the average still twenty. So, yeah. The, although the min temperatures coming up as well. I'm looking at this on um, the Bomb website climate data at the moment. The average weather for Brisbane, and that's not Aratula, is twenty-five point, uh, twenty-point-five for that time of year. I wouldn't want yeah. it to be any hotter than that.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I reckon October is the as late as you'd want to go. Then really, isn't
0: it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the yeah. holiday weather, say? It says an average of 21 degrees between 17 to 25. Let's see if there's an Arachula on the Googles. Even so, if you've got
1: Boobo Desert, you would be close enough, wouldn't
0: it? Uh, or Boona, maybe, yeah. Buna, Buna, yeah. Um, being that Lake Moogra is just there, we can yeah we can normally leverage off that for all the fishermen that go that way. AccuWeather. No, I, I don't want to look at today.
1: I've just realised we're talking about a weather on the pot on a podcast.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> but,
1: yeah. It's, but look in in that relation, like comparing it to PB one, um, that was hot as hades. That was so hot, yeah. And and we and we saw, like I said in the last pod I did with you, I expected more people to fall over with heat exhaustion than. Then actually did, but we still paid the price. There was still, we did have to pause and slow the game down, and, and, and keep it in the back, in front of mind really that the, uh, heat exhaustion was a high probability, and, yeah, and yeah. we took measures for pv two to make sure people had water. I'm sure everybody that checked in is fully aware that they, they all got their water checked. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. So. And, that, and that's a that's a duty of care thing. So. Yeah.
0: yeah. And look. October, it looks like it's certainly going to be in the mid to high 20s, so whilst I'd love to say September for the school holidays, it's, it's going to be a balance of what people can do and yeah. how long we can turn around before we can do it again, because we've all That's got to it. take a breath. we've all taken a week out for our real jobs yeah. um, to get Parabellum done, and now I'm going to spend this week trying to make up that money. Good luck. I don't, I don't envy you. In a lockdown. Got to love it. Uh, yeah. So this is where I plug Patreon. If you'd like to support us. <laughs> there we go. Um, I'm also going to do the whole sponsorship thing, I think, for the podcast as well. Um, cool. Simply because there are people that want to throw money at an ad somewhere in the podcast without having content control. So if you're... A gel ball business, or a tactical business, or a whatever, and celebrity. If you're a celebrity, people's ears are ringing right now. Um, Brayden, I'm calling out to you, celebrity. Brayden. Um, well, he's a celebrity now. Who's on the last podcast?
1: Well, there and you he, go. That. Oh, does that does that mean I'm a celebrity? i will yeah. be the least known celebrity.
0: Yeah, that's because you hide all the time in your multi scam. Yeah, I love that yeah. stuff. But, yeah, if you're somebody that wants to get in touch with me and put an ad that doesn't affect our content, or you want to advertise your event, um, cool. reaching out to you, Jason, at Toowoomba.com, sends you guys. If you want to advertise your event more directly, um, send me a 30 second bite that I can drop in the podcast somewhere. Cool. Yeah. That's, and that look. goes out to anyone with a field or anything else as well. Um, send me a bite, offer me some dollary dues, and we'll talk about it. Excellent. Excellent. Um, while I've got Jason on my mind, I'm still waiting for you to come on the podcast, bro. I know you're a busy man, but we can make it. Happen. All right. So, what else do you want to talk about, John? I
1: like one thing that I saw as a massive positive change was people adjusting their loadout and gear setup to be a more suitable light infantry on your feet all day setup. That was something that shocked me. A PB1 and I, like I said in the last part I had some genuine concerns about the amount of gear people were carrying yeah. for a few hours out in the field um, like you and I, without backgrounds we know how much training and conditioning is needed to be able to carry webbing weapons packs all day that long
0: is, Yeah, all that stuff
1: um, it's, it's a huge effort to get your body up to that standard yeah. and for the vast majority of us we're just gym fit not that fit it's yeah. a different type of fitness so I, I noticed a massive paring down of gear and I applaud the community for that and I think I think what you guys have been doing on Millsilt Sim Sunday um, has really helped that it's really kind of people have seen what works, adjusted, pared their gear down, realised that, well, on this kind of event, you're going to have lunch breaks and dinner breaks. You can going leave a certain amount of gear at, at back at base, fill up your water then and there. You don't need to step off with five, ten litres of water.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah. like we used to talk about in defence, everyone could pass the BFA, but was everyone actually battle fit? Yeah, the, the people yeah. that had trouble with the BFAs were often the people that could go all day outfield with all their gear on. Um, we we used to say it was a different sort of fitness. It was more cardio, or it was more this or it was more that. But I think defence has come a long way in those terms now. They're, they're doing functional fitness assessments.
1: Totally. I, I started seeing a lot more of that functional stuff when I was in, in the mid-20, 20, 20, you know, like mid-2010, so like 06, 07, 08, so it was a lot more kind of carrying jerry cans, lifting jerry cans up, all that kind of stuff. There was a lot more, yeah. And if, if you're not used to carrying a plate carrier with weighted plates and a pack with excessive amount of gear, you need to work up to it. And then you also need to ask yourself, do you need that? Like, it looks all cool and Gucci, and I love the Gucci gear.
0: I don't know why they call you Gucci.
1: <laughs> I love the stuff. Like, I've literally got my little Leatherman wave here, you know. I've never had any, any Gucci that far away from me, and I, I like good quality gear because it doesn't fail on you and it lasts or yada, yada, yada. But, like, do you need to carry six-plus mags of, for a gel blaster when they got you know, two hundred odd gel balls in them. You probably don't.
0: Or do you need to carry three litres of gel balls, or do you put that somewhere else? Do you do a cache, Do you do a resup? Do you? Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of lot the of
1: the squads section? were kind of sharing the load too. So they, were, you know, and good. Like you, instead of everybody just carrying a ton of gels, like spread the load out. And if you go through a lot on a contact, top it up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just share it, and that's kind of a defence thing too. Like you don't you know, hoard your ammo, you, if, if somebody else needs it, you, you share
0: it. Yeah, well, that's, like, people don't understand this, but one of the reasons we have a common weapon across the section is so that when you run out of ammo, you can throw a mag to your mate, literally throw a mag, and they can keep fighting.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: Yeah, so, yeah,
1: uh, and uh, it, I definitely see the... Com- uh, this is what the whole purpose of the Soft was, was to grow the community... Towards a larger scale mill sim event of a multi day. Yeah. Um and the the sales kind of spoke to that, that they sold out so quickly. And that's probably a combination of location, time of year, and scale of the of event. Yeah.
0: Um yeah. And, and my hope is those hundred people all now go and book at Toowoomba or ComSims or somewhere else to get that two day thing. This is the stepping off point for them. Yeah. And we get a fresh batch of, say, 50 new people and 50 people that have played before to PB3 so they can have that lived experiential thing that they've done with some other people that know what they're doing, some yeah. people that have been to multiple milsims and they they can learn by osmosis.
1: Totally, yeah, yeah. It's, I've, definitely, I've definitely noticed that in the um, comments and some of the kind of video reviews and stuff we're seeing that these people are starting to get it what we what we were trying to do and like yes you're saying like a stepping stone between because it's it it is too much from the most for most people to go straight into a you know two like three day, two night kind of event. It's yeah Yeah. Especially if you if you've never done that kind of living in the field conditions. Like if you haven't done that
0: how do you have to do it? There's a lot of money you can throw at living in the field and eating in the field. Um, yes. Y- you can spend thousands of dollars on being comfortable overnight.
1: I, I have Gerber-branded cutlery.
0: <laughs> you are so good. <laughs> I am so good. <laughs> is-, is it made by NASA or something? So it's super lightweight, it's, it's
1: super incredibly lightweight. lightweight, and it can be turned from uh, a spoon and a fork into... Tongs and a spatula.
0: Oh my what do you need a spatula for with I
1: have fucking yourself? no idea. But mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I've dropped I've dropped the F bomb. There goes the P G rating.
0: Oh well. I'm <laughs> used to that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but there you go. But um like it, oh, it was it was on my favourite website, Plat Attack, on special, so I picked it up.
0: Uh, big shout out to Ben from Plat Attack, the CEO but, there. They, always, they, they those guys always look after me. Yeah. I'll have to get one of his boys, Matty Bowen, up here. We, we were in cadets together about 400 years ago. No way. Yeah.
1: That name does sound familiar. I think I've seen it in emails and stuff in the yeah. past.
0: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they came up for the, the defence show recently and with everything that was going on. I didn't get to catch up with them. But um, I'd, I'd love to introduce those guys to what Queensland is doing because, obviously, they're Victorian-based. Yeah. And they would be selling stuff to... Um,
1: oh, well, I am. I'm buying it. You
0: ready for this? Gel simmers. It's yes. my new. There we word. go. Gel sim. <laughs> yep. So you know it's there, airsoft.
1: There you go. Like, like, yeah. A lot of, lot of my Gucci gear that I like, my like cams I was wearing on the weekend were plat Attack. All my chest rigs are plat Attack. I just, just bathe in plat Attack.
0: Yeah. Look, it, to me, it shows people that wish has a place. You can play a game with a bit of Wish or AliExpress stuff. Yeah. Um, but some of that is not the right kit to be wearing on a long-form milsim. Totally. Especially when you're going to go for two days, you want to know that whatever it is that you're using is still totally functional at the end. Totally.
1: Yeah, so when I, when I first left the Air Force, um, I, like I played
0: paintball before I joined the Air Force. You used and to ref uh, and everything, did hey, you? you? used hey, to ref and again. help organise and all that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was organising big days and stuff, but um, um. So I um got like I was going to wear my bloody raft gear and all, all that stuff. So I went and bought some stuff. and I made the mistake of buying some AliExpress copy-cry multicams, and they fell apart. Like the crutch fell out of them. They the pad pockets fell off. Um. And then yeah, I bought um, some dodgy plate carrier that just disintegrated with the more I sweated in it and all that kind of stuff. And that that stuff was really nasty. The stuff I'm seeing getting around now at a lot of the shops is nice. It's way better than what I had. But
0: mm.
1: yeah, it, it, you, it, like you said, like good quality gear lasts, and you got to kind of make, you got to balance that like
0: yeah. how much yeah. you
1: want to spend on it. Because I got that you jack don't need and You do spend like, $1, a qu- million dollars
0: on stuff, but oh, you, you need to find it. that balance that suits you. And that's it. it serves your mission.
1: Totally, totally. I, I, I could have spent brand. $300 on some multicam smock, but I found a, bloody, a, a British Army surplus one in MTP, which looked almost exactly like multicam, for $90.
0: Yep.
1: Did, did the purpose? Really kept, kept me warm. Kept me warm Sunday, I tell you that, after freezing really my underestimate nuts off.
0: people estimate the whole disposal store thing? Yes, it might be Ozcam, and that's not as cool as everything, but it's going to last.
1: Oh, yeah yeah what my 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 camp stuff survived the 2011 flood yep. <laughs> yeah but now no know. What, what kind of things do you did you see that needed tweaking from PB1 or from on PB2 like what did you see needed approving
0: i've got some ideas um yeah. i'm yet to speak to the squad leaders and mentors but one is how we can take some of the load off the mentors yeah how we can upskill squad leaders um in Raytel and a few procedural things, yeah. and how we get some referees into the field so that the mentors can just teach their own people and guide them and the admin functions can be done by admin people. yeah. But that also means we need $800 worth of wages type mm. to give that time up and just be an admin at the event. Yeah. And anyone yeah. that played there is like, yeah, I, I want to be here to play. There's not a lot of people that want to give up their time to admin. It's not a glorious job. Like,
1: oh, that's it. Like, the only reason I'm doing the the admin talk stuff at the moment is because because I can't play. Like as yeah. soon as it says I'm fit enough to run and gun, I'll be playing. Yeah. Um. But, um. But yeah, like I get it. Like if if you're paying to go, you want to be having fun. Mm why would you want to be burdened with all the admin stuff but like so one thing i kind of has <clears throat> been playing in my mind is we need a bit uh, a way of handing out missions that maybe doesn't go over the radio network and so that's something like i work in it now and there's some things we could do around that space that might kind of yeah. lessen the radio chatter
0: let's talk about that offline cuz i have right. some plans Roger, I've even Excellent. got an app that's ready to go. We've Whoa. done the beta testing on, and I'd like to drop some more functions into it, but I don't want to throw any more money at that because Tidy's paying for that, not...
1: Um, yeah, cool. Go. So it looks promising. Good, good. Because, yeah, like you're saying, the Raytel stuff, you and I have learned that I was I, I was letting myself get frustrated during the day. mm on a few things, and and I had to kind of go. Well, okay, okay, these guys don't know like press, pause, speak.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, it is what it is. But um.
0: Yeah, yeah we like, can and, talk about rhythm, speed, volume, pitch, tone, accuracy, oh, yeah. clarity, all that stuff till the end of the day. But and I want to
1: apologise to somebody because I I I'm very rusty. Somebody threw an eight a- grid a grid reference at me, and I went, oh, 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 and it's like been thirteen years, and so I've had to go from six to eight. <laughs> <laughs> so if anybody's complaining to you about that person, that was me in the talk, go, and then
0: you yeah, fired,
1: <laughs> <all right>, <laughs> really- I was so like after I went, oh god, I facepalm and went, oh that's what he was doing. It was yeah. going to six to eight to give me an exact because it was calling calling in a um a slightly injured person. It wasn't a serious injury, but, like, you know, can we pick this person up and put them on a buggy and take them out kind of yep. thing, so... But it's, it's been literally since 2008 since I've had to worry about that stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's easy to get rusty, to be
1: Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. It's um, exactly... It's,
0: yeah. yeah, one of the other things that I want to explore a bit more is what they call an airsoft, a pickup squad, and I don't know, do they do that in paintball too?
1: Oh, uh, not really, but I know of it. Like, because like I've always kind of been as playing on paintball, I've always been watching airsoft, so I'm very like over all the airsoft stuff. And I'm and I'm I'm on the same page with you on this. I like the idea, but because we had basically four sections per side, I like the I reckon there's space enough in that field for another section if we went like heavy with mentor types, so experience. Like, yeah. oh, I don't. Th- I think we need more than one. Maybe I
0: reckon we. Even possibly go, all right, well the black shirts won't be the enemy this time. They'll be blue five and red five, split them in half, then drop a bunch of players that have that Another six Milsim, or they have they've only been to a Milsim Sunday yeah. or they've millsimed at Donnybrook or somewhere else. I, I like that I mean, idea. That's so something. That's very something what right? I
1: had in my mind. Like I hadn't thought about you know chopping the black shirts up and having half them. yeah. yeah
0: they I think
1: I I think you are right. You need more than one. You need I reckon minimum four kind of experienced heads. Yeah. Um, maybe six, but four is probably enough to kind of have those experienced heads with a bunch of noobs. Mm. Um, that and we can kind of like really guide them around I think you also need you almost need those guys like in, uh, using PB2 example, we need those people to arrive Friday night so we can have time with them Friday night to get to know them, just run them through some basic communication stuff, just to have that bit more time and then we can, as you patrolling around and getting around the field you can start to lead by example, I know uh, Kermy mentioned a couple of things like you know the old if you don't have to stand sit if you don't have yeah. to sit lie down Yeah. like you were just it was just doing it and then and watching people copy him it's like well yeah it's it's something you learn when you're in like if you don't need to stand up don't. have a sit down get off Presenting your feet
0: a target as well so <laughs> that's it that's it yeah yeah Yeah. and,
1: yeah. and you got to multitask too like all right if you're not doing anything drink like get down on the ground drink rest Wait for orders.
0: In defence, we talk about concurrent activity all the time during training. And that's a word that that the average player wouldn't comprehend. Like, you are never doing nothing in defence. If you're doing nothing, you're at home. If you're at work, you've got three things on the boil. While you're cleaning your weapon, you're also boiling your thing. You don't do one task at a time. You have multiple tasks going.
1: Put your laundry on, go iron your shirts. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Got a got got a textbook in front of you, reading it, where you are in your shirts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and and anyone that's been through any of the recruit trainings worldwide will understand that concurrent activity thing. Yeah. Um, and yeah. That, that's hard to learn if you haven't been in that environment. So. Very true. Hmm. Very true.
1: But um, yeah, and like we we uh, we've we've all talked on other channels. It's. Hard to teach people when they want to play like that. Training word, the the dirty word that it is.
0: Yeah, well, um, people have played to play. They didn't yeah. pay to come to a course. So exactly, you you exactly. want to give the skills that they need, but also like let them have an experience.
1: Exactly, I agree. Yeah, um, it's it's yeah. When you when you sign the dotted line, you are aware that you're going to be taught, but when you're a civilian, you're using this environment as fun and a release. And that's what it is for me at the moment. Like, as much as I'm not able to run and gun, I'm kind of using it as a distraction and just get out of the house kind of thing. And
0: mm. yeah, yeah. I think some people get really into the immersion to the point where they sort of forget that they're just playing a game.
1: Yeah. That's what, one thing I noticed... Um, I don't want to come over negative, but some people were trying to go, like they say in Tropic Fund, a full retard. They were, they were trying to go a bit too gun-ho.
0: Um, it's
1: oh, like we're, Milsoff, we're here to have fun.
0: And Milsoft's a place to do that rather than a three-day event when you're really start. True, true. I'd, I'd rather yeah. they learn that lesson there.
1: <laughs> very true, very true. You never go full retard. Well, you do. But.
0: <laughs> um, I suppose the other the other couple of things I want to change is how I communicate better with the community. Obviously, yeah. um, one of the reasons the rule set is the way that it is, it's two A4 pages. So we can literally have any player knows the basic rules. Like once you start getting, like I've run a Milsim that had 41 pages of rules, and, and you get to a point somewhere in that continuum where people go... I'll stuff it. I'll just yeah. do what I want to do, or I'll do what I did at this other sim. So I tried to keep the rules as non-prescriptive as possible and just be a guideline, a left and right of arc to go, just don't be a douche canoe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. the basics. Do the basics and everything else. Just play in the spirit of the game. You, do I need to go full Asperger's on people and go don't wear a pink tutu and don't do this and don't and don't and don't and don't and you can do this and you can do this and if we don't say you can do it, you can't do it.
1: Yeah, like on, on that, so like the whole yellow and red card, I hadn't seen it firsthand until this weekend. I've heard, I've heard of you guys all talking about it, so I haven't experienced yeah. it and there's been a couple of constructive kind of points made about it that we've read. Yeah. Um, does it almost need to be Here's a here's a yellow card, I'm going to go to the chain of command and let them make a decision kind of thing because there was some questioning of the validity of some of the people giving out yellow cards.
0: Yeah, look, I, I think I asked too much of the mentors to be able to play and not play. But yeah. also in the surveys, a lot of the same mentors that were um, talked about in a negative light by some people were talked very positively about by, by others. And yeah. um, the black shirts... Lots of positive interactions there. And there was one time when um, one of the black shirts pulled his dad rag, walked over to a squad and had a conversation with him, and that that was able to repair a situation that was going a little off on a tangent. Yeah. So yeah. um what we've talked about internally is so having probably four referees that just wander around. Yeah. Um, if the TOC knows where people are, we can direct them to general areas of the AO where there's the most conflict. That yeah. way it's not our squad has a person that just tags along with them wearing a vest and is just super annoying. Yeah, and yeah. It allows the, the mentors to play a bit more. Yeah. Uh, it's, again, like, and that size field we had, you could,
1: you could easily break it into four quadrants and have that person just bouncing around in that area and then, you know, just like you said, kind of an overviewing of, of the situation and then stepping in as needed. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and I'd love for four people in the community that haven't um, committed to another Milsim or whatever else to go, all right, I'm going to put my hand up for that. I'm going to help this industry grow and I will be a ref at that event, even if it's somebody from another field, just so yeah. we have more perspectives, more views, more ideas on how to do things.
1: Yeah, that's very cool too because, yeah... Exactly, because, yeah, I get I get what some of the people were saying, but by and far the red and yellow card worked brilliantly and it was a very clear indicator and most people, yeah, got it and and understand the need for it because it's, it's just a way to de-escalate and go, well, just time for you to have a chill pill basically and we need to sit you down and have a, have a relax.
0: Another suggestion that I'm going to chew on and consider is whether we have – a sin bin type area somewhere in the AO yeah. so that players, if a squad or a person gets sin bin, they go to a, a spot and they wait there and it's out of game. Um, yeah. I don't know if I like or dislike that idea. I need some more time to process that because obviously the surveys are still going in. We've got 42 responses out of yeah. 100. Because
1: so. there's pros and cons to it. I get it instead of having to walk all the way to the gate, but mm. it is a deterrent. Um, you know, because if you're all the way out the end of the field, then you've got to walk all the way. I don't know how many meters that would be, but it could, could have to be a good. So, yeah, but then you get you got isn't the a problem wall. of, um, fobbing as we know it all. Um, you know, there's you know just people lingering in an area. So maybe they get sent there to chill out for a while, and they kind of linger there, and then you end up having people kind of permanently setting up ambushes on that so as soon as they walk out they get lit up
0: yeah look when we did um ep 1.5 we had seven dedicated 100 litre water drums um and they also had some respawn stuff and gels and that in a trunk next to them and they became proxy control points um, yeah. We had all right. You you can't be within quite within thirty meters of it. Blah blah blah. But they still became a point that a squad would go to and try and command that spot and yeah. deny other players access to it. Yeah,
1: Because yeah. Yeah. like, what actually, one one area I needed, like, I identified when I had my brief stint in the talk is I ran out of imagination. I I needed. But there, there was, and there's areas I wanted to, I want to improve, and I kind of mentioned it to you the other day that I needed, like, it would be easy if we had a, a, visualized representation of the battle space.
0: Maybe so that I needed, app will deliver that.
1: Oh, that'd be amazing, because you know, going from grids on a whiteboard to the map back and forth, trying to, but yes,
0: okay, Yeah, cool, yeah we're back to World cool. War Two chess pieces across a map.
1: Oh yeah, I'm thinking like you know the the old um, Battle of Britain kind of set up, you know the 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 you know rat, the waffies kind of moving <laughs> moving them all around there. That's kind of yeah, like that that like that like I identified that pretty early on on Saturday. Going look, we need something like that so we know where people are. And I, I also th- I think I experienced when I was calling in for block stats that mean like that. I'm not too sure how many people knew what that was. That's the other thing I've realised. Yeah, like look, lock that,
0: that was feedback we got. There were people who yeah. said what want to lockstat.
1: Yeah, so that's location status, by the way. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my bad. I I slipped into that. Um, but calling for that, some teams I think saw that almost as a, a security breach on them. So if they're going to give out their lockstat over the radio, they were worried that other mentors would hear it figure
0: out where they are. Yeah, see, I think a lot of people get confused about what the TOC admin net was. It was just admin and safety, and all of a sudden all this tactical information is getting passed to and from on it. Um, I I specifically didn't allocate a red or blue force platoon commander or whatever you want to call it um, to allow players to, to go through that process themselves and learn how to interact with each other and go all right, we want to talk to Blue 2, let's go find them. Let's find it. The mentor in Blue 3 could go, all right, can you tell me where Blue 2 is? I want to RV with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and a lot of the stuff that was coming through that net should have gone through um, NPC interaction in my mind. But again, Mm. obviously I didn't communicate that well enough to the players Is to if you don't have a mission, find an NPC, tell them, look, I'm here because I don't have a mission, and they will give you one.
1: Yeah, I think I think that was something I ex- experienced was that some people were rel- reliant on talk giving out missions, yeah. and there were definitely other teams that were bouncing around the AO, b- bouncing into NPCs and playing off them, and then so yeah. Ha- ha- but um, but this is all stuff we can work on and, and easily fixed. It's not that hard. So yeah, I reckon. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm, I, I think it's fine tuning, not rebuilding.
1: I agree. I agree. Like the the growth from PB one to PB two is significant. Like you wouldn't normally see such a substantial
0: in the community the, that the players have grown. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, exactly. And 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 we we've gotten better
1: at doing things as well. And like we, yeah, like it's all it's a big improvement. And like even to how well the check in process went, and then the meals, and like all the work all these people did. To get that to a really smooth process, like I, I, I when I because I was the I was the I was the greeter on the main on Cunningham Highway right, on Saturday morning, so everybody that came in on Saturday morning got to meet me first up. So hello, people. Um, but I expected basically because I was telling people, okay, when you go down there, if there's a queue, park on the left so the owners can get out. And from all reports, there was never really a queue. Everybody was going in rather quickly yep. through their getting to their campsite, setting up the campsite, and that was because of all the hard work we had done behind the scenes to make it a really smooth process.
0: Mm. And they're they're the valuable lessons we learned at 1 about how not to do it. Oh, Exactly,
1: yeah. Yeah. But we also at 1, we had a significantly smaller group, so the impacts of not being as smoothly run weren't as bad. If 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 we had that many players at PB1, that would have been more noticeable, but
0: yeah, problem. And, and, um, and to me, the check-in windows were so important in getting check-in right. A lot of people didn't understand why they couldn't get there when they wanted to. But we yeah. had five hours of check-in on Friday night for those yeah. people that wanted to get there then because we gave them a lot of latitude. If you didn't want to get there Friday night for whatever reason, you had an hour. Um, yeah. and, and there were people driving up and down the highway trying to work out where we were, and they, they were upset that they didn't know. Yeah. But um, that I think the, because the mystery I mystery want to get too. staff think... up at 4 o'clock in the morning to be yeah. ready at 5 o'clock and then work until 8 o'clock that night. Like, I've got to manage the staff fatigue as well. And yes, yeah. you as a player get fatigued, but there's some staff member walking around as well. We've, we've got staff members that did over 20 kilometres on their pedometers. So cool. they did plenty of work on their feet.
1: Exactly. That's it. And that's mm. that's something that's... I was very proud of us as a group, the amount of work and effort we put in and, and you know, the paid as well as the volunteers. Mm. And I, I couldn't put much work in beforehand, but I, you know, I was there on the day and I had a ball.
0: That, oh, you are in a few good. Zoom meetings. That's enough, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> So are yeah, you going to start it. making some appearances at Milsim Sunday, or is life too busy.
1: I I, pr- I probably will. Like that's um as as I'm getting better and more mobile, um I've got to balance the whole catching up on all the household stuff I'm now able to do and the Milsim Sunday stuff. But yeah, I think I yeah I'll
0: probably be able to fit hmm. a bit of stuff that stuff in. You think that's somewhere where we can retest and retest and retest the talk?
1: I totally think so. Um, yeah, exactly. Like, that's something I'll, I want us to do. And I, Like, if you're not improving, you're kind of stagnant. And like, there's always things you can tweak and make better and oh. simplify and make smoother. Um,
0: and, and there's also suggestions that you get that you've tried before but yeah. something has changed and you go, all right, no, nah, we've, we've been there, we've tried that, it didn't work. Yeah. We didn't try that at this venue.
1: That's it, and and then these conditions with this group, yeah, um, yeah. I, I've got no problem. Backtracking sometimes, trying something again because it's n- nothing's ever one hundred percent the same, when you write, retry it. But yeah. um, I thought I thought the radios worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, there, w- there was
0: when, when s- certain mentors remember to turn them onto the right channel.
1: Ah, nudge ah. nudge,
0: vague strategist. Nudge nudge, vague strategist. <laughs> yeah. oh, did he? Was, he was he on the wrong channel the whole day or no no he he just kept bumping the channel switch and look uh, that that's a human factor that it's yeah. going to happen yeah yeah no, that's yeah the, the other, like we I know
1: we had some problems with some people using kind of headsets and throat mics that caused um, like really bad distortion over the net yep. that made it very difficult and then you're constantly saying, say again, and getting, trying to get clarification on stuff like that. But well,
0: um, I certainly wasn't saying repeat. No, no, Braden would
1: love that. Yes. He's a gunner, isn't he?
0: He was a gunner.
1: What a gunner. There we go, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a bit of an issue with Air Force and JTAX as well. You don't want to be doing all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, solid copy.
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, I, I, think, I think it was a massive success. The amount of people that have approached us and said, when's the next one, is a key indicator on that. It's like, when are we doing this again?
0: I, I uh, had emails from people by 9am on Sunday that didn't come saying, when do tickets open for the next one? Yeah, yeah. So that's that says it. to like, me they've talked to somebody that was there and liked what they heard. Yeah, like I, I think
1: we're we're pretty spot on with numbers. I like do you think we could probably fit another two sc- sections in, so we'd have five sections in each. Yeah. But if we went much further than that, you risk saturating the field, don't you? Yeah, you-
0: you're just going to be running into somebody every five minutes. So we, we we we'll try to up the numbers, but we need to find a balance there, and something going to learn along the way.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think um. All in all, it was a massive success and I look forward to being involved again in any capacity that I can with my incapacities.
0: So one thing (laughs) that indicated to me that we got something right is this is the first event that I have run where Donbass Battalion have not left before the game is (laughs) over.
1: I've heard much about them in that regard. Uh, I I believe the term is piker.
0: Yeah. Uh, Look... If you're not happy at a game, why would you hang around? So obviously we got something that they like. Right, um, I'm really? not going to say what squad did it, but I got a written thank you card signed by a squad. Um, oh, that gives me the warm and fuzzy it, hearing. It that gave, it's, it nearly made me cry, but I'm a bit of a cryer.
1: Yeah, no, that it kind of makes the toil worthwhile, doesn't it? Yeah. Like it's, um, yeah, no, it's, and it I was good too because I got to meet a lot of people. Yep. who I've kind of seen on Facebook and in and around like my couple, of my, on my few visits out to Milson the Village, like I've kind of just been, I've dropped in and seen faces, gave me a bit more time to talk to people and get to know people. So, yeah,
0: yeah cool. Unfortunately, um, I have another Zoom call in two minutes, so I'm going timings, to timings, I'm, timings. I'm have to cut you off, bro. Uh,
1: that's cool, mate. But that doesn't that mean you sure can't come sweet. back on. Say so again? Yeah, we, yeah I've, got, I've got time. I got time.
0: And I suppose I could probably do this more than once a month, because that's what I'm doing now. Yeah, that's
1: it. <laughs> yep. Let's 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 have a let's have a, a group one once once we can.
0: Yep. So yep. if you want to be on the podcast or you want to recommend that I get somebody on the past podcast, tractor at tidy T a i d i. That's where I work. That's how I make my money. Um, and a bunch of people that volunteer around Wounded Heroes, that's who pays the bills so um, send us an email there and and let us know what you think. If you disagree with something we said in the podcast, you've got a different opinion, I'd love to hear it I'd love to have you on
1: Excellent. Thanks for being here John This is Gooch signing out, Um, I thoroughly enjoyed meeting everybody on Friday and Saturday and Sunday I really enjoyed meeting everybody and talking to everybody and I trust everybody really enjoyed the coffee
0: I think they did <laughs> See you later mate. Thanks to One Talk Tea and Coffee for sponsoring us for the event. Peter Jones, you're a legend. This has been Tractor at the Millsim Millsoft not Airsoft, Gel Ball, Gel Sim, Gelebrity, Gel Gel gelastic, gel ballistic, everything gel related. I'm also gonna start a new podcast soon about military people and their stories, so keep your eyes on the channel, that'll be a totally separate podcast. And it will not be PG rated.
1: Oh, get me on that.
0: Mm, Track that, <laughs> signing out. This podcast has been sponsored by tidy.com.au.